usual host, Frederick. Uh, and with me, as usual, some would describe him as Michelangelo's David in the flesh. The Greek Adonis. Uh, that is called Kashtan. How are you doing? Hello, hello. Hello. Well, I'm doing very great. Been watching some uh, good animes lately and, uh, well, refreshing my English a little bit. <laughs> well, that's always good. Uh, and apart from this train wreck intro where I showed peak and professional uh, and professionality, uh, how would you say we're doing so far? Well, uh, I wish our uh, third episode, uh, Bleach Special, would get some more listeners because I think it's, uh, well, we're evolving uh, steadily, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're fighting an uphill battle. Uh, <laughs> and we're very thankful to the handful of listeners we've, we have, and please continue doing so. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but the topic of t today is uh, last season's hit show, Made in the Abyss. So can you give me some, uh, some stats for the show? Yes, uh, it's made by uh, Cinema Citrus. And, uh, they're not so very famous. Uh, they made Black Bullet and uh, Barakoman, Cold Breaker, and uh, a little bit of that. Uh, I don't know how to uh, pronounce the author. <laughs> the author. <laughs> yeah, because it's a web manga, so. Uh, yeah. And it has an R rating too, so. Uh pretty violent, but uh, none of us has read the manga, right? No, uh, I watched a couple of pages last night, but uh, only the anime. Yeah, so that's a very important to preface. Um, so, as a whole, uh, did you enjoy the show? Yes, very. I thought it, uh, it was very like the, you know, uh, Jules Verne, uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Kind of get that uh, adventurous spirit from the from the show. Yeah, it was a lot of uh, themes all mashed into one. I feel it was like uh, like uh, almost the reverse climbing of Everest, but uh, and all the pro problems you encounter there. Yeah. Uh, but I'll I'll give you a brief rundown of the show. Uh, it's basically uh, this orphan. Uh, Rico, Rico, or whatever she's called. I think it's Rico, uh, and she's out exploring. It's like uh, children are a resource <laughs> in this world. Uh, it's a town on the on the brink of an, a giant uh, chasm of an abyss that just goes down infinitely, apparently. And uh, uh, the way this society works is that. Uh, hierarchy is determined by uh, who can traverse furthest uh, down into this abyss. So, uh, well, the most powerful people are the ones that can uh, traverse further down and get the uh, most valuable relics, which are, which are situated at the bottom of this abyss. Um, well, yeah, so Rico is out exploring and uh, she finds this robot. And she brings it back home and uh, unbeknownst to everyone, it's actually quite similar to a real boy. What do you think? Well, I actually think she uh, looked at his penis. 
<laughs> I think she... Everyone else sees him as a boy, but Rico, for some strange reason, doesn't see him as a boy. She sees him as a robot. Uh, because apparently she woke him up with electricity, so I guess that makes her think that she, he's a robot. But everything he does and says makes him uh, makes him a boy in my book. Yeah, a hybrid thing, maybe. Uh, yeah, well, apparently. But, but he's lost all his memories, so anything interesting that he could have said and would have determined what he actually is, is now a mystery. Until later. Yes. And so, uh, Rico's mother is like uh, this legendary uh, cave raider, <laughs> whatever we should call her. And she sends up a package and uh, that basically says uh, to come down into the abyss and find her because she's been missing for quite some time now. Yeah. And, Ten uh, years uh, yeah. or so. And Rico yeah. automatically assumes that this message is for her and that she is supposed to uh, travel down 20,000 meters uh, like to the bottom of the abyss which is ludicrous because she's only been two layers down and basically yeah, she's a to child. go to like <laughs> seven or eight layers down to find her her mother yeah uh, but of course uh, Reg decides to Reg is the robot sorry uh, Reg decides to help her and so they set on, on this adventure and uh, basically the essence is uh, their journey downwards and what happens on on their way, what, what hardships they encounter. Mm. I know that's not a very good description, but <laughs> you want to add something? Uh, well, it's a journey for uh, for adventure, so yeah, not so much to add like, to. Uh, Hunter, Hunter, <laughs> where uh, like you're gonna find the mum at the bottom, but. The story is about all the detours they take on the way down, I guess. Yeah. Because a lot of things happen on the way down. They're not even... I don't think they're halfway down yet. And, uh, oh, and uh, a second season has been uh, announced. Yeah, of course it would. It's, yeah. like, uh, it's a gorgeous show. There's been plenty of work put into it. It deserves all the, all the seasons it needs to conclude. Yeah. So, what do you think is at the bottom of this abyss? A blank space full of nothing. <laughs> well, I kind of had this fantasy <laughs> of, uh, like, uh, Liza, and that's Rico's mother, uh, being trapped down there, holding back, like, this Lovecraftian monster from uh, from reaching the surface and destroying the... <laughs> destroying all <laughs> civilization on top, and that's why she sent that message, but... I don't know, it's just a shot in the dark. Yeah, you just have to read the manga, maybe, uh, or wait for that. Okay, yeah. Well, I don't think the characters are so good, uh, or uh, uh, maybe call them the weakest link in the series, uh, because uh, this, I think the sound is uh, is what makes this series uh, pop. Uh, 
to be uh, extremely underpowered because they they have no business in being past the third layer. Yeah. And I don't know if the caretaker of the orphanage he kind of warned them that he was going to come after them if they didn't reach uh, like the third layer in a certain amount of time. Uh, it was the or second, maybe the second layer. layer. Uh, yeah, second. Yeah. So I don't know if he knew how capable Reg was, because without Reg he would definitely have caught them. Uh, I don't know if he was planning on catching them or. Yeah, and here I've never seen uh, Reg's power. Yeah, but so. he's kind of more. Uh, Observant than we give him credit for. Yeah, he was a uh, Lysa's uh, student. Yeah, so he probably yeah. has the speed to catch up, but uh, he probably didn't think they would move this fast. Yeah. And it also seems that, like, uh, there's this legacy like, uh, if someone wants to uh, descend into the abyss, there's really no stopping them. It's like a birthright. It's like a well, your children, you sh really shouldn't be doing this. This is morally wrong on so many levels. But because you, it's like a, an urge for everyone in this society that they want to reach the bottom of the abyss. Like there's nothing that can stop them. It seems uh, wrong to stop them because it's kind of a desire. Like, uh, yeah, we accept that uh, you will give your life to uh, <laughs> try to reach the bottom of this abyss. Well, one thing we haven't uh, mentioned is uh, the curse of the abyss. For each layer you go down, you get uh, a worse curse. Uh, I think from the if you go if you climb from the first to to the ground, you get dizzy and uh, nausea. Yeah, and I initially thought this was kind of a reverse altitude sickness, um, but it's kind of more complex than that. Uh, Usually you should like uh, climb high and sleep low when you're scaling <laughs> mountains, but uh, the same doesn't apply here because you get absolutely wrecked when you go back up. Yeah. And we see see this one time when uh, Reg is uh, jumping up with uh, Riku, and uh, she starts bleeding from her eyes, and uh, well, she was poisoned, so he had to jump, but. I initially thought it was just the pressure differential, but uh, later we actually find out what the actual reason for this so-called curse is. Yeah. A magical layer that follows you around. Kind of. <laughs> well, it's kind of like a sheet, uh, <laughs> sheet that you can break through on your way up if you really know what you're doing. Yeah. So what do you think about the side characters, or the supporting characters? Uh, let's talk a little bit about, uh, a little bit about Usun. Uh, I think she's like a, a necessary character to kind of uh, path out their uh, way ahead. And she gives a lot of exposition about uh, Liza, about how Rico was born, about uh, Liza's motivation. And uh, yeah, just how cruel the world can be. Yeah. And how uh, cold-hearted these 
elite uh, cave raiders have to be to reach uh, the bo bottom of the abyss. Yeah, because there's a necessary training arc or a thing that uh, she makes uh, Riku and uh, Ray go through. Yes, it's kind of like uh, same as the orphanage caretaker does. Yeah. He likes uh, gives them a time limit, and if you don't, uh, uh, if you don't complete. Uh, your objective in that time limit, well then you wouldn't be able to reach the bottom anyway, so you're not fit. But she's kind of a, a strange character, she's kind of um, has a lot of moods. Sometimes yeah. she's sentimental and other times she's uh, very cold-hearted and she never shows her true intentions to, to these kids. You know, they always have to guess her intentions. Yeah. But she shows you the reality of the abyss, so... Yeah, and she was Liza's mentor, so... You think yeah. you can trust her? And, of course you can trust her, but... Uh, that isn't always as apparent. This offer. I think he has a, a pee fetish. What do you think? Ah, uh, what? A, a pee fetish. Uh, 3.4? No, no, no. No, 3.14. A pee, what? <laughs> Peeing fetish, okay. Um, ah, okay. Because <laughs> there's a lot of. Uh, a lot of that. <laughs> and I guess it's real realistic, but. Uh, it's not really that often depicted because uh, uh, urine isn't uh, isn't a selling point in selling manga. <laughs> I think uh, that's not so. Uh. And I think he has a like a, a BDSM fetish too, because <laughs> well, uh, Reg is getting uh, punished uh, all the time. Uh. So, uh, yeah, yeah I, I but, guess what uh, you mean. There's a couple of scenes where, like, uh, I thought they were joking his first when, uh, uh, when the matron of the orphanage says she's gonna string Rico up naked. I thought, well, that's obviously a joke, but she actually is strung up naked <laughs> in yeah. front of the orphanage <laughs> and whipped. <laughs> that is actually terrifying. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, each has its uh, flavor, so. Yes, of course. Um, and you also mentioned that Rek has a penis. Very important. Uh, yeah. Does it work? Had to be men mentioned. Yes, it apparently works too. Yeah. And. Uh, we know that almost by the first episode, so we know he's gonna <laughs> cuck all the other guys in that orphanage. They, they don't stand a chance anymore. <laughs> now that that's pointed out, it's they don't. They're well, all their hopes have been quashed now. Yeah. It's uh, just a matter of time before uh, Rico actually notices that he's a real boy. Yeah. 
And uh, you know uh, what uh, makes this worse is the chibi art that uh, this uh, show is uh, drawn in. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, di- I didn't think it fit in uh, with the penis stuff and this. Well, they could make it hyper realistic, and they could make it, but that would defeat the point. I think I don't think you can have a. All these landscape shots and have uh, have like a Kyoto animation style uh, character design. Well, <clears throat> I think the quality of the art uh, remained throughout the series. Uh, it probably took a dip, like around the middle, but. Uh, yeah, but uh, at the end, the first was, episode uh, and the last episodes are uh, really what really sells the show. So, yeah. So we should probably talk about them, about the last yes. episodes, uh, because some shit goes down. You wanna <laughs> describe uh, <laughs> the arm-breaking scene? Yeah. Well, she gets poisoned, uh, Riku, and. Uh, and then uh, Reg jumps up and uh, gets hit by the curse. Uh, and he tries to uh, cut off her arm because she asks him to. And, uh, yeah, this is and really he, deadly poison. It's like, uh, yeah. they have to cut off the arm if she's gonna survive. Well, yeah. uh, uh, At least we think. Well, but in their limited knowledge of medicine, that would be the logical conclusion. Yeah, and then we get uh, gets to know the, the third char- main character, I think, uh, Nanachi. Yes. Uh, she's a hollow, uh, one that has climbed from the sixth layer to the fifth. Uh, if that's right. Uh, yeah. Well, she's yeah. been uh, she's been experimented <laughs> on and become yeah, hollow. But so. But it was because of the elevator stuff. Yes, and, because of yeah. the curse. She is now uh, basically a furry bunny. Yeah. Very kawaii. Oh, yes. And very smug. Very smug. Yes. So uh, she takes uh, Reg and Riku and uh, tries to heal Riku. Um, we get to know uh, another character, uh, Mitty. Why don't you describe this uh, person? Uh, well, Miffy is like this uh, unsentient, uh, uh, blobbering uh, oh. pile of if you people that have uh, <laughs> crawls on the floor. The Pokemon, it's uh, Ditto. Ditto uh, with the Emma. <laughs> yeah, basically, she's a Ditto. Yeah. But uh, she has no emotion. Uh, she has no. Uh, idea of what's going on, she just reacts to smells and sounds and the environment around her. And basically she's like a, a failed experiment of uh, a child that has uh, been transformed by the curse. Yeah. And Nanachi, uh, the bunny girl, or boy, we don't, we don't actually know Nanachi's gender. No. Um, 
Nanachi's been uh, trying to figure out a way to uh, end her suffering and kill her. And she's been trying this for quite some while, I think. Like she has a yes. bunch of whistles, a bunch of uh, a bunch of graves in her back garden, <laughs> like a countless graves, where she's experimented on people trying to find a way to uh, end Miffy's suffering. Uh, but yeah. she always re regenerates for some reason. And uh, Reg, being this uh, superhuman cyborg that he is. Uh, actually has a way he can uh, end Miffy's suffering. Uh, but obviously yeah. he's uh, reserved to do so. He doesn't want to. Uh, it doesn't seem right. Because Miffy is actually having a good life with uh, Nanachi and he's pretty sure Nanachi doesn't have a reason to live if Miffy is gone. Yeah, and this is where the most emotional uh, scenes take place when uh, Mitty dies. Yes. When uh, Reg uh, pretends he's an uh, Iron Man. Well, he does extract a promise from Nanachi that uh, she won't kill herself if he actually uh, kills Miffy for her. Yeah. We'll just call her her because it's uh, easier. Um. <laughs> It's really a heart-wrenching scene, because first she deliberates, uh, she says sorry, she, uh, says they'll always be together, and when she says her last goodbye, she turns to Reg and just says do it, and uh, Reg is tearing up something terribly and uh, blows her away, uh, blows Miffy away. Yeah. And the scene ends with uh, Nanachi and uh, Reg crying inconsolably. And um, that's basically where the series ends. Uh, Rico wakes well, up from her coma and uh, they proceed. Yeah, she she can only use her thumb uh, from the poison, and they sew her arm back on and uh, fix the bone. Uh, so she can use her thumb to uh, <laughs> <laughs> to do something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, there's a digression I want to make here. It's a uh, yeah? thumb. And uh, thumb. last yeah. episode, you said something funny, actually. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think you said uh, something about an otter. What yeah, an I, I tried to make a joke. I tried to make a joke about that uh, earlier, you know. Oh. So uh, if you uh, if you're listening, uh, you heard it. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Well, uh, you said the the series ended like that. Uh, well, we get to see the antagonist uh, bondrupt. The one that uh, did the experiment on the Nanachi and uh, Mitty. Yeah, but we don't know what role he's gonna play yet. He might not even be involved. He's probably involved because there's quite a lot of uh, work gone into his character, into his voice, into his like hiding his uh, his intentions. 
Yeah. So he's probably gonna show up later. We do not. Uh, and we're actually approaching. Uh, we should be approaching his lair soon too. It should be somewhere yeah. in the sixth layer, fifth and sixth layer. Yeah, I think it's fifth, uh, the next layer. Or, yeah. But we basically Correct me if knew I'm wrong, how so. this was gonna end from the start because we had the ED, and the ED involved uh, three characters. Yeah. And it's even sung by the three main uh, people too. So. Uh, the ED is actually sung by the by the characters themselves. Well, beautiful soundtrack uh, of this uh, show. I think. Oh, and by the way, uh, you've heard Reg's voice somewhere before. Do you know where? Uh, no. It's uh, Killua. Oh, <laughs> that makes this uh, him a favorite for you. Uh, well, I don't know. He's. Uh... He's not very confident, uh, he's not very uh, self-assured. He, uh, he should make more snap decisions, because he usually makes the right decisions. Okay. He's just afraid to make decisions. Uh, Rico is usually the one who makes decisions on the fly. She likes, tells him she has to cut off his her arm, break it at this spot, cut it off afterwards. <laughs> yeah, but she's so musical. She's like, uh, she has no idea what uh, kind of dangerous lives before her, or she's just blind to them, I guess. Yeah. See, uh, well, it wouldn't have progressed any uh, if we didn't have a reg for this uh, show. So, Rico has nothing to do in the abyss, I think. <laughs> No, she has no business being in the abyss. Uh, it's oh. kind of a miracle she's made it as far as she has. Uh, but of course, not everyone has a multi-task robot with 20-meter extendable arms they can use. And the uh, Iron Man uh, phasers. Yeah, he's basically indestructible and has uh, lasers on command. Yeah, and uh, we didn't mention this, but uh, after he uses the the blast, he, he sleeps for uh, two hours, was it? So he's uh, he's basically useless after firing his shots. Mm, yes, he usually falls asleep. Uh... Yeah. 15 minutes Ten. after he's, he's blasted his, he's blown his load yeah. basically. <laughs> yeah. So do you know, uh, have you heard the Nanachi voice before? Um, probably, but... Uh, well, actually, she was... Uh, well, go ahead. Well, she was uh, Sasaya... Uh, Sasamiya in uh, Asterix War. Fascinating. <laughs> and uh, did you see the two seasons? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, it's oh. Saya. Oh, it's, yeah, uh, it's the, the childhood uh, friend, the useless. Okay, I, I get it. Yeah. Well, uh, she has uh, evolved <laughs> from uh, that uh, perspective. So. 
I see her from her uh, role list that she plays a lot of uh, useless uh, childhood friends. <laughs> well, yeah, sort out online and stuff like that. Well, that was uh, I wouldn't call those roles. Oh, oh, just some. Uh... I think they have like two scenes in total. It's like yeah. So, uh, what uh, what do you think of this uh, show? You uh, well, you excited for the future? I think uh, it'll probably be a good. Uh, I think it was a good place to stop. I think uh, next season, if it has a a new uh, new objectives, new. Uh, Ah, new barriers to overcome. Uh, new antagonists. It'll probably be pretty good as well. Um, I'm just very excited for which direction it will go. Like, uh, will we continue downwards? Uh, will we meet Liza? Will Will Bondaroo or whatever he's called, the antagonist, uh, appear? Yeah. What will actually uh. happen? And you know, there's always where um, uh, the series can get too popular. You know, you get the fillers, they take detours, well, this stuff like that. Shonen, they won't make fillers yeah. for this because there is no point. Well, if it's popular, it's always a point to keep it going. But yes, but this isn't like a continuation because they make fillers oh. because they release one episode. Uh, one time a week in for an entire <laughs> year, and that's that's what makes it uh, trash. absolutely trash. But yeah. for something like this, if they don't have the material, they put it on hold, and then they wait until the manga is out, and then they eventually make another episode. Yeah. And now you you people that are listening, you hear how casual we are, or at least me, I'm very casual. <laughs> so, yeah. We should pro <coughs> probably take a break. We'll be right back. Yeah. So, uh, five, three to five minutes, I guess. Be right back. Yeah. See me, me. 
anything more to say about this show, apart from that you're probably gonna watch season two? Well, I'm gonna watch season two, and uh, if I have time, maybe I'm gonna watch the manga, uh, read the manga too. Uh, yeah, I think it's a pretty fast, uh, fast read. I don't think there's many chapters so far. Yeah, forty or so, maybe. Who's your main? Uh, who's your favorite character? My favorite character in that? Well, <laughs> it's uh, it's got to be an analogy. Yeah, it's uh, probably the smug bunny. Uh, probably. Yeah. Like uh, she's confident. She's like uh, pretty cool. She's like a uh, MacGyver. But I don't know if she's actually a boy or a girl. That's pretty. That's pretty not <laughs> not, <laughs> not disclosed. Well. She's a girl in my mind, so... Well, yeah, but... She... It's never actually stated, and I think the author left that as a mystery, like... Uh, intentionally. Because it tells us that, like, uh, Ozen's, uh, uh Lackey... Uh, like, uh... <laughs> the little child well. that Ozen is abusing, uh... <laughs> that, that is a boy, uh, but we don't get any confirmation with Nanachi. No. And she's not and that comfortable with uh, Reg touching her, but she's very comfortable with Rico touching her, yeah, her hmm. or him. So I don't know what that actually means. Yeah, it means she's a girl. Uh, yeah. Surprise, we'll see. Yeah. She'll always be smug buns, so it's probably <laughs> probably for the best. Uh so keeping with uh keeping up with what we've discussed uh, earlier on the show, um the Ancient Maybe Sprites fifth episode just came out. Yeah. Did you watch it? Yes. Uh, we get a, a little closure on the fourth episode for uh, uh, well yes yeah, um, fourth episode concluded with she say was gonna cleanse some um, abomination and uh, two unnamed people suddenly turned up and tried to stop the ceremony so that's where we basically left off. So, what happened in this episode? Well, we get the uh, we get to meet uh, the main antagonist, the wandering sorcerer, Cartaphilius. Is that uh, really his name? Yeah. Cartaphilius. I have done some. I have done some uh, that's that's like a <laughs> euphemism for. Uh... <laughs> For groping women, okay, okay, I get it, <laughs> sure. Yeah, uh, it's this guy that's been um, setting uh, the cat killer up. Yeah, he was trying to uh, save his girlfriend, and then he uh, he came along and uh, told him he couldn't do anything but give uh, 
cut blood to uh, to his girl. Yeah, he basically preyed on the desperate. He uh, he gave them false hope. Uh, he gave them the recipe for uh, for possible success, but it was like uh, it was just he he just made them their test subjects. Yeah, because. Uh, the experiments ultimately failed, and uh, the girl is uh, reduced to a pile of goo. Yeah. And that ultimately breaks the husband, and uh, afterwards the cats take their revenge, so... <laughs> but I think we're skipping yeah. an important scene. Uh, yeah, that Chisa uh, and Elias uh, love scene, or... Uh, well, <laughs> well, it's a trust. Uh, she trusts uh, Elias, or uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the two intruders that were gonna break the ritual. They were trying to. Uh, well, they were or orchestrating. Um, they basically tell say that she is uh, she's a slave and relies on that. Uh, he has all control over her and that he, she should break free and uh, be free and that he only wants her because of her power and then uh, yeah now uh, now we know what the slave Peggy is yeah they actually sort of tell us yeah she's absorbing magic and uh, things all the time yeah trapped in a, bod a frail body <laughs> yeah uh, but she said doesn't think she's uh, enslaved or trapped in any way um, because Elias has actually called her family and she values that more than uh, whatever his goal might be uh, as long as Elias wants uh, her there she's happy to be at his side yeah. and that kind of com uh, perplexes uh, Two abductors. <laughs> they didn't expect that at all. So. No. Well, uh, I don't know if uh, the guy thinks uh, uh, she's a prisoner for real. Uh, it's just not some uh, ploy to take her away. Um, well, I don't know. I think his intentions were good, actually. Yeah, uh, that's what I mean. But, uh, his intentions were actually good um, and I don't know if we'll ever see him again he is a sorcerer <laughs> the cats don't like him uh, he's probably dabbled in some dark magic at some point uh, but he can't be all bad oh. so we'll probably see them again one day and this is what I've been saying from the start. Elias is Christian Grey. He's <laughs> like this controlling power that's very creepy. That's uh, that has this young girl totally infatuated with him. Yeah. Well, it's very slow still. So. Uh, yeah, I still don't know where we're going with this. No. Uh, apparently, 
they're still on their honeymoon, so I don't know what's gonna happen further. Was this like one of or two of the three tasks he was given? I think so. There's probably one more, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it was uh, that. So. Uh... Yeah. Well. The animation was okay. The sounds were okay. Everything was okay on this. I nothing really offended me. It was <laughs> quite pleasant to look at. Uh, I can't say I really cared about the fates of uh, the sick woman and the cat murderer because this happened so long ago. It wasn't really relevant, but she say obviously cared a whole bunch about this because she was crying. Yeah. Well, I thought it uh, brought some feelings, but uh, yeah. Yes, but will this be important later? I don't think so. I don't think we'll ever hear no. about them again. So. No. no. I think this is like one of the small details. Yeah. Well, I think that about uh, sums up the episode. Yeah, so where do you think we're going from here? Will there be more uh, ro romantic scenes? Will there be more magic <laughs> or will there be more cats well, maybe? Yeah, cats seems to be a major thing here. But uh, Well, I think we get to meet uh, the main antagonist in uh, person soon. So. Uh, yeah, the well, sorcerer from long ago. Yeah. Probably. Well, I don't think we got to see some uh, so much action. Uh, so. Well, I don't think this is an action show. Per se. <laughs> no, but you you said uh, it, uh, we get to see some um, magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. But uh, yeah. If we want to stray from uh, casual to not casual, we should probably call it sakuga for the scenes that have. Uh, have like a lot of action because that's what they're called but I don't think we're gonna adopt that uh, that vocabulary <laughs> no we're uh, staying casual so. uh, yeah so do you think uh, Chisei will become a strong and independent woman soon well I think she's already a strong independent but uh, well not the uh, not so independent, but... I don't think she's very independent right now. No, no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I think she prefers that uh, Elias dictates her life for now. Let's see. Maybe she wants some personal freedoms later, but... Yeah. We'll see what happens. You can just uh, finish reading your uh, Fifty Shades book uh, to see what happens. Well, I have actually finished that book and it was horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> I don't think E.L. James is a real author. Uh, no idea how to write a book. <laughs> yeah, I haven't read it, so I can't. Uh, it's can't like say. A, a fan fiction of a of a power fantasy, probably, with horrible descriptions, horrible characters, and. <laughs> the likes, uh, but we're not talking about Fifty Shades of Grey here. <laughs> no, I don't know any anime not. like Fifty Shades of Grey. Maybe Bible Black. Uh, mm. 
Uh, don't search that, by the way. It's, no, uh, no, it's no. a hentai. Uh, please don't <laughs> do that. Um, so, uh, I guess we can move on from uh, Major Sprite. Have you been watching anything else lately? Oh, yeah. I've been uh, keeping up with my backlog and uh, watching uh, Tokyo Ghoul. Tokyo and, Ghoul. And boy, oh boy, you're in for a treat if you're going to watch this for the first time. Uh, it's some uh, mind-blowing action. And uh, yeah, I think I got a new favorite uh, character. Uh, so, well. Who is this? Is, this, is, uh, is it the transforming boy? Uh, no, uh, that's not my favorite character, but uh, it's the Kirishima Tuka. Very strong in the past uh, woman. Mm. I actually haven't seen this series, so uh, we may, might have to do a special, like, uh, half an hour feature on Tokyo Ghoul. We'll see. Yeah, it's uh, very popular. Uh, well, but people say. Uh, <laughs> Bleach is more popular, but it doesn't. <laughs> No one cares, so I don't. Yeah, no one has watched our uh, special episode. <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, much easier to uh, watch uh, twelve episodes of uh, Tokyo Ghoul than uh, than uh, three hundred and forty of Bleach. Yeah, you have a point there. Valid point. And uh, and uh, I think uh, Tokyo Ghoul is better than Bleach overall. So. <laughs> well, that doesn't well. take a lot. No, but uh, well, <laughs> let's get straight to the action and uh, yeah. Well, we have to do a special on it, uh, I think, because on your watch list. Uh, a lot of things are on my plan to watch list, and uh, I only get to like uh, a third of them, so we'll see. Mm. There's like 60 new shows each year. 90% of them are crap. And I'll probably watch three of them, so it's an ever-increasing uh, backlog. Yeah. Oh, and while we're on this subject of watching things, uh, did you see yesterday Crunchyroll had an interesting... Uh, <laughs> they had a... Interesting attack. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a warning that you shouldn't go into Crunchyroll because uh, you could download a file that uh, your PC or something. Yeah, they were. Uh, the site was hacked. Uh, it was distributing malware. It was asking for your credit card number and information. Yeah. Uh, I hope no one is uh, <laughs> affected. I hope <laughs> there was no memory leak. I don't. I hope no personal information was leaked, but apparently it doesn't sound like that was the case, so well, I guess we're back as usual. Yeah. Well, did you watch the uh, new Inuyashiki uh, uh, episode? Uh, no, did you? No. <laughs> I read some spoilers oh. about it on uh, Reddit, and it seemed uh, like a spicy, uh, very spicy episode. Maybe I'll uh, watch it. I need some uh, action. Yeah, it's probably uh, 
like a feel bad episode, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna say well, what uh, what they claim happened, but it sounded pretty bad. Sounds very good for the show. Yeah, I don't know if they try to be edgy just to be edgy or if it's <laughs> if it's a result of the of what happens when a teenage boy goes rampant with superpowers. Yeah. Well, what have you been watching lately? Well, there's a new season of Food Wars, uh, Shokugeki no Soma. Um, so I watched the uh, four first episodes of season three. Uh, and I have read the manga uh, up to about... I think I'm like ten chapters behind on the manga, so it's basically just the manga. And I think... The manga is actually better at this point. I think this season has been a little too rushed. I don't think the visuals are very good. There are these like uh, scenes of uh, twenty identical chefs flipping, uh, flipping some Chinese uh, curry or something, and it looks terrible. I don't know what they did to it. It looks absolutely terrible. There's a lot of still shots with dialogue in them so that it's not animated uh, and the characters look a little different too I don't know if they have, an, have another art director or something they look a little older and I think they've made them less attractive so that's a problem but it's still um, hilarious to <laughs> to watch it's still the hilarious show it has always been so Haven't watched the show and uh, probably be won't. So, well, you should. It's a it's a better show than, than you've ever seen. So, <laughs> yeah, maybe. But, uh, well, I don't uh, <laughs> I don't like the the food uh, aspect. But uh, well, <coughs> you just treat the food as any other battle any other battle mechanic because it's animated so well that you will buy into it at once I, I, I would think hmm. well maybe I'll watch uh, a couple of episodes uh, if I have the free time but yeah yeah the first episode isn't that great um, the third and fourth episode are it's where it's actually it starts getting good, but <laughs> should be fine. Um, kind of like uh, you got hooked on uh, Naruto on the sixteenth uh, episode when uh, the Haku fight scene. <laughs> um, no, I never got hooked on Naruto. It was a necessary evil, <laughs> and they were okay. still pathetic after that fight. So. Uh, do we have anything else to add? Well, just small talk. <laughs> so, uh, anything I don't. In particular? Uh, no, uh, well, we haven't got any news lately, or I haven't uh, 
checked up on the news. Uh, did you see no. uh, the best character uh, poll on our anime on Reddit? Uh, no. I think uh, there was a Monogatari character that won. Shinobu, probably. Uh, you've probably never heard of her, so it's not important. Uh, no. <laughs> She's a so. lolly blonde vampire, so... Hmm. Um, Runner-up was... Uh, the main character from Steins Gates. I haven't watched that anime. Uh, you probably never will either, so... Uh, yeah, you never know about me. Uh, it's probably not relevant to that either. Uh, and you know... Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's been a lot of new episodes coming out, but we haven't kept up with them. Uh, Inuyashiki and uh, MMO Junkie came out, but... I think we're sticking to uh, Mage's Pride for now. We're, we're only going to talk about that weekly because I think Mage's Pride will be consistently good, and I don't trust the other two shows to be good. <laughs> so we'll just well, stick to we, Mage's Pride. Well, we haven't uh, talked really about our uh, release schedule. Uh, we talked more about doing. Uh, uh, on Sunday we do this type of show where we talk about uh, a new anime, uh, an episode of uh, Major's Pride, and uh, maybe in the weekdays we do a special on uh, an old show. Yeah, that's uh, what uh, we want to do, but uh, I don't think old shows are going to get uh, a lot of attention, so we'll see what we'll do. Uh, We'll probably just make a show when we want to make a show, uh, but most likely we'll have uh, one of these shows every Sunday, and we'll have a varying amounts of other shows uh, <laughs> during the week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I want to uh, to watch uh, Girls Last Tour, uh, and maybe do something about that. Yeah, so we could probably do that for next Sunday. Yeah. Um, and it's on uh, Amazon, uh, Anime Strike, I think it was. If anyone wants to watch it with us. <laughs> yeah, they're probably not watching it there, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's no. be honest. Yeah. Let's, let's not give anyone any ideas, so uh, watch it on Anime Strike. Yeah. Um, uh, and I... Soon we have to do a Juni Tyson uh, review, or oh, really? and Kino, Kino's journey too. Uh, uh, well, well, there's so much anime. We're not <laughs> going to be able to keep up. Uh, we might touch on all of these things briefly. Probably won't yeah. dedicate an entire episode to them. Uh, we'll see what happens. If you leave us feedback, uh, if there's something you want us to cover, uh, we'll probably do that. So. Yeah, uh, we have a Facebook page uh, called uh, the Casual Anime Podcast, and uh, and we have a SoundCloud page, uh, the same name. So hook us up there. And you have a Twitch account that we're streaming live on Sundays. Uh, yes, uh, it's FRDRKD. Uh, it's twitch.tv slash FRDRKD. You can find it there. Um, same for YouTube, same for Twitter. Um, 
and that's basically it. Do you have anything to add at all? Well, no, not really. Uh, yeah, I think that's quite enough of this nonsense. Short episode, I think. No, I think it's fine. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye.